In the holy name of Jesus, amen. This past August, us pastors, we decided to take a stroll through the classrooms on the first day of school here at St. John. When we got down to the lower grades, we happened to notice that there were students standing on the edge of the classrooms, standing on the fringes. They were the new students. They usually stood by the teacher or by their parent if the parent happened to stay for a little bit. They were standing on the fringes, though, just waiting for someone to say, come on over here and play with us. That's another story that I think is pertinent. In the last four months, you spend enough time here during the day, you realize when the PADS night site is here in Wheaton. Now, PADS is public action to deliver shelter. You spend enough time around here during the day, during the days, you find out that the PADS night is here in Wheaton because all the homeless hang out in Adams Park. Now, they hang out in Adams Park, being good citizens, staying their distance. But anyone who comes in here to St. John for some assistance, anybody who helps them, realizes they're just desiring to be part of the community. Now, we have two examples, maybe in your minds and maybe in the normal mind, unrelated. And perhaps maybe it'll just take a sermon to actually put them together. But the same thing is going on with these lepers here today in the gospel reading. They were on the fringes. They were on the fringes of the community just waiting for someone to come along and heal them of their leprosy. And these lepers heard the stories. They heard the stories of Jesus and how he has healed others. So they cry out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Because they believe that Jesus will heal them. Like the new student who hangs around the teacher, because the teacher is probably the best chance of getting into the group, so to the lepers. See Jesus as their best opportunity to get back into the community of God's children. So the question is, were the lepers ready for the community that Jesus had in store for them? Every one of the ten received healing. Everyone was cleansed of their leprosy. The thing is, though, only one of them, one out of ten, heard Jesus say, Rise, go on your way, your faith has made you well. Which actually can be translated as, Your faith has saved you. While the ten were healed, only one heard that message. Only one heard Jesus say, you are made whole, you are made well, you are saved. You see, the community that Jesus was sending the ten back into wasn't the same old community. Things were different, things were new with Jesus. How we know it's different is because the fact that he didn't flee from their presence when he heard them. But he actually engaged the ten lepers. And if we peruse the last several weeks' gospel readings, we realize that this community is made up of 
sinners, lost sons, cheaters, angels, and now lepers. This is not the same old community. And this is precisely why Jesus was surprised. He was surprised because this community included everyone, but yet only one would have that kind of community. Did not the other nine realize that no one is excluded from this community? That gives thanks and praises God. You see, there's more for the lepers than just simply having their leprosy cleansed. Because like last week's sermon, they too were called to a holy life of thanking and praising God in the new Christ community. Now here at St. John, we help the homeless across the street in the best way we can. We give assistance. But there's more to our help than just simply freeing them from their homelessness. In fact, if we were able to free them from their homelessness, it still wouldn't be a complete salvation. Because without bringing them the story of salvation, without bringing them into this community, St. John Lutheran Church, it's just incomplete. It's a false salvation. It's like being cleansed of your leprosy without praising and thanking God for it. So the best thing that this church provides is the welcome back. The welcome back into the community through the washing and rebirth and renewal of the Holy Spirit and baptism. With a purpose, though. To give thanks and to worship. And frankly, the same applies to each one of us here today. Because our Lord has invaded our world, and he's heard our cries. Just a moment ago, we sang the Kyrie, Lord have mercy. So the cries of the lepers are the same as our cries, or our cries are perhaps the same as the lepers. And the result is the same. Just as Jesus heard them, he hears us, and he's ready to cleanse us. Cleanse us, but with a purpose. Because it just doesn't stop there. We're not only saved from our sins, but we're actually saved for something. We're saved for a life of thanksgiving and praise for the gift of salvation that was given to us through Jesus Christ. And actually, verse 18 in the Gospel reading tells us this. Because in verse 18... Jesus is surprised. Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner, Jesus said? And in this verse, he reveals to us that his work actually finds purpose outside the healing. Actually, the purpose in the praise of God. When our Lord went to the cross to die in our place, he did this so that he could create a new community a new community that lives its life thanking God and praising Him always. And the thing is, though, we see this actually in our own worship this morning. It begins on page 12 of the worship folder. It's the service of the sacrament. 
Because in the Lord's Supper, we do experience and come close to the death and resurrection of Jesus in the most concrete way. This is where we see the story of salvation for us in the most concrete way. But it doesn't end there because after the service, we are sent out. We are sent out with a purpose. For the Lord's Supper finds its ultimate end outside these walls in the Eucharistic life. The Christian life. The life of giving thanks and praise. For the Lord's Supper actually prepares you for that. And we actually confess that every Sunday. When we say, thank the Lord and sing his praise, tell everyone what he has done. Well, what exactly has he done? He's given us his body and blood. He's given us his salvation. He has cleansed us, and he set us out to thank and praise him for that. That's what's going on here. And then we continue on singing. Let all who seek the Lord rejoice and proudly bear his name. We exactly bear his name. We do this exactly in our thanking and praising God. So this is you. This is you from now on. You were like that boy on the first day of kindergarten, standing on the fringes. Because you were welcomed into the community to play along. Play with us. You were like the homeless, without a home, but now has a home here. Not to only live in it, but to praise and thank God for it. And you are the leper, who our Lord's purified so that we might, in fact, give him praise for it. We are these group of sinners who's been forgiven, who've been washed by the blood of Christ in baptism, and now have been raised to give thanks and praise for him in the Lord's Supper. By making us well in the gift of salvation, our gift doesn't end in us, but we continue on with the giving by the very telling of the story. Telling of the story of, we were once lepers, but now we are whole. We were once outside the community, but now we're here. And we proudly bear the name of Jesus by being living testimonies of that. So let us rise. Let us go on our way, for the Lord has made us all well. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.